It's the Skit Guys Podcast, starring Tommy Woodard and Eddie James. And now, the guys who invented the phrase, that's so raven, the Skit Guys. It came upon a midnight clear, my friend. Oh, it did. That glorious uh, story of old. Oh, uh, love it. And then, and then, right when the baby was born, somebody said, bah, humbug. And then and it started. He got run over by the shepherds who were in a one-horse open sleigh. That's right. That's right. A lot right. of people but, don't know that. But you know what? There was a, a weird amalgam of an animal with a red nose that kind of guided. I don't know if it flew. I think that's just mythology. But this animal had kind of a bright nose, and it uh, led um, the shepherds to where they could tell everybody about uh, the baby Jesus. So. And they actually don't know that had they gone to that stable just mm-hmm. two hours earlier, mm-hmm it would be empty mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the right. Bible That's tells right. about a, a creature that was green and creepy Rare. whose heart was two sizes too small that stole everything <laughs> out of the stable. And then when Mary woke up with birthing pains, she was ah. like, what happened? And that's when his heart got better and he ran and put everything back in the stable. <laughs> and that's where the little drummer boy he didn't really have drums. It was kind of like just, you know, sticks and just kind yeah. of hitting the ground a little bit. But yeah. it was, I mean, little, it was like a kid right. just banging, like, you know, like if you're in the waiting room and mom is giving the kid something to do, it's yeah. banging. It's just yeah. banging. Yeah. So, well, and he was trying to get Mary's attention off of her birthing pains. <laughs> right. Cause she, he was kind of highly uh, aware of yeah. uh, what was going on. But well, he, was he was the one. He was After the first Doogie Howser. <laughs> yeah, he was the one that. that said, which is, I, I think in First uh, David 14, um, said, God blesses everyone. Right, um, yeah. right. And because right. that's what happened, that, that fateful mourn. Yeah. Yes, yes. So, <laughs> And then the three wise men would show up later. Later, much and, later. Yeah. yeah, a lot of people didn't know that mm-hmm. the, there was one of the three wise men that was small. Nigel? Nigel? No, no, Tim. Tim. It was a smaller, oh. and uh, yeah, he had a little bit of a limp from an old football injury. And oh. uh, anyway, they called him Little Tim or something like that. I, I think know. it was tiny. It was tiny. It might have been. It might have been. He was yeah. he was smaller. He had yeah ended up having to play in the Canadian Football League because he wasn't <laughs> tall enough for the NFL. But yeah. Oh, Christmas time! Oh, oh I love it. Love oh, it. Christmas time. Oh, hey, Potty, it's how are you today? Bob. We hope you're doing well. Yes, we do. Uh, we do. Excited. Uh, hopefully, you've been enjoying uh, Skit Guys TV on the radio. Yeah, that's which, been pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I like that. Pretty it's cool. Been nice, pretty cool. Nice run down. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Down memory lane. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Uh, we audience have a great podcast in store for you today. So if you're working out, if you're driving home from college, yeah. I don't know what you're doing. I don't trying know. to go to sleep. Sometimes people tell us they listen to these to go to sleep. Yes, whatever you're doing, this is going to be. It's our 93rd podcast. Yeah, in over 10 years. So right. So we're kind of a big deal. Kind of a big we're deal. Pretty, we're reaching that hundred uh, episode. Yeah. So we're pretty you know, committed. Pretty committed. Just stay tuned, people. Committed. 
<laughs> for the record, I would like to say I said we wouldn't hit 100 by the end of the year. Oh, you did. And I was yeah. so, that was, I'm so, so goal-oriented. I, I thought it was going to happen, buddy. I appreciate that. I appreciate that about <sighs> you. I don't want you to think anything different. Hmm. Don't. Well, we have, we have more of a system than we've ever had before in this fantastic doing these. Fantastic. <laughs> it's fantastic. What is great about this podcast is we're going to read stories from Facebook Facebookers and audiences. Yeah, audience this members. is going to be better than figgy pudding. Oh, I'm going to go out on a limb and say better than figgy pudding. That's a big deal. I know. That's yeah. a big deal. Yeah, yeah. So, and I'm going to go out on a limb and say this is going to be the greatest pod, Christmas podcast ever. The great, well, the best, the best. You were right about us not reaching a hundred, so I kind of maybe have right. to lean into what you're saying. I'm a little prophetic. I'm a little, just a little prophetic, not too much that it becomes weird just enough. Well, I'm excited about this podcast. Seriously, whatever you're doing, get ready to laugh. Get ready to tear up a little bit. I mean, get get ready to experience the Christmas spirit because it's about to happen, folks. And and it's nothing we're doing. We're just we're just giving the gift. You you wrote the gifts, and we're regifting. We're regifting. We are we are those people in your life that got something not that we didn't want but something we wanted to share. <laughs> right. It's not even a white elephant gift. These are really no. great. No. These are no. really great. And so. first of all, thank you to everyone who wrote in and shared some of your Christmas memories. We don't have time to share all of them, um, so we are going to share some of them as many as we have time for, and they're fantastic. <sighs> they're just fantastic. Uh, when the phrase of "you can't you can't make this stuff up," yeah. This is just, oh, like, I wish this was a TV show because these stories are just so beautiful. They're, they're so funny. They're so beautiful. They're, they're all of it. They're great. They're great. And the phrase, you can't take it with you, comes to mind. <laughs> does it? How does that work? No, it I doesn't. don't know. You just said a phrase and that's one that came to mind. <laughs> you can't take it with you. So listen uh, up because you can't take this with you unless you download it Well, have access to the sh- internet. And you should. This should be from here on out. If you are not having the Christmas spirit or if you're kind of wondering what, you know. Right. What it's all about. Right. This is your wake up call right here. This is it. This is it. So let us this regift. This is it. We're going to regift. All right. So we're going to start these suckers out. And uh, that, w- that was me. Did you hear a ding? No. Okay. Did an angel just get its wings at your house? Yeah, an angel just got its wings. That is, isn't that funny? Because if that's true, if an angel gets its wings every time a bell rings, then like with the addition of phones and computers that ding all the time, buddy, lots there's a of lot, wings. There's a lot of angels. Lots of angel wings. A lot of angels. I have been doing the um, George Bailey uh voice oh but your kids love it for my kids because we watched that yeah probably a week and a half ago and yeah every time they get out when i take them to school i've been like bye 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 jc i want to lasso the mood for you i want to lasso the mood and, and, and have you swallow it and come out your fingers <laughs> like dad shut up dad just, just does he get, say stop. that huh does he say that? Yeah, he does. Creepy. Be- Swallow know, the moon b- before so it they comes sing. Dance by the light of the moon. He oh goes. I want to. I want to take that moon right there and lasso it for you, so you can swallow it. It comes out your fingers and your toes. <laughs> <laughs> 
my my Jimmy Stewart's almost Tom Brokaw-ish. It's just it, so it is. So anyway. well, a lot of people don't know they're related. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So without any further ado, adieu to you and you and you. How about let's do some sweet ones, then we'll do some funny. We'll kind of just work our way into it. Okay. Let's do it. Let's okay. do it. All right. Let's do it. You want me to jump in? Jump in, buddy. Um, we'll just go with first names so we don't have any legal issues. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if there are. We don't have a lawyer. Um, Kathy wrote in and said this. Uh, our mother church uh, in the mm. 50s was formed with the union of two churches, one which was German-speaking. And to this day, every Christmas Eve at the formal service, we sing a German version of Silent Night, which is Stillnacht. Uh, it is truly the most beautiful Christmas Eve service I've ever attended. Isn't oh. that sweet? Can't you imagine those churches coming together? I want to hear that. I want to hear Stillnacht. I know, right? Oh. Yeah. That's beautiful. So, so beautiful. And wouldn't you like to be one of the kids there going, I don't understand what they're saying. But one day, this will be beautiful to me. One day. Is that bratwurst? I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> Does it smell like crap in here? Where's Father Christmas? <laughs> Stop. All right, That's ben, a beautiful. That's ben sweet. says this. One year, my grandparents gave all the grandkids, nine, a gift card in a card, not realizing we'd been all together that year. Every, every card said, hope you find yourself a Boxing Day bargain. It got funnier as each of us opened our cards around the room. <laughs> Oh, can you imagine the grandparents? Thanks, Grandma. <laughs> well, I didn't know y'all were opening them all at the same time. Thought <laughs> you're gonna take those Halber cards. Uh, That's what you read in private. Uh, who opens the cards in front of everybody? <laughs> I'm gonna go Dad get some dog. T- well, at least it looks like my head right. That was a stamp. I just uh, bought one off the internet. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Grandma. Merry Xmas. Merry Xmas. Get you a Boxing Day bargain. Uh, what does that even mean, Grandma? <laughs> What's Boxing Day? You, you lived off S&H Green Stubs, didn't you, Grandma? I'm getting some nog. <laughs> All right. All right. Richard. Richard says, uh, in 2005, I was single, broke. I was a single Broke father slash college student. That's a lot going on right there. I couldn't afford a Christmas tree, so I made a tree and ornaments out of construction paper and art supplies. The hashtag paper tree has become a hashtag Christmas tradition in the hashtag team Tatum house. What is so awesome about this, which you all, you know, because it's a podcast, you cannot see, but. She sent a picture, the wife sent a picture of this Christmas tree, and that's so great that it's still in their house to this day. I love that. Isn't that cool? Like, that's, that's, it's a tradition, and that's crazy how traditions start. And I love that. I love that. I don't, I don't have, we don't have enough, which is great as you go, we don't have enough money for a tree, but Mm -hmm. we can make one. And we can hang it right here, and we'll keep doing it. And, and I think that's what I love about Christmas time. I love the lights. I love the green and reds. I love, I love it all because there really is something, however, however it works, there's just, there does seem like there's more hope. Doesn't there? There just seems like December, however this works, it just seems like such a, a wonderful time to reset and go, okay, you know what? There's more to it than just us. Buddy, it's the most wonderful time of the year. Mm, Perry Como. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> Perry Como. But I so also love. Is, I love we're that such, what? We're, such, we're such 80s oh, people. Yes. We can be sweet, and then we just go into the sarcasm. So going quick. right there, boom. Uh, I do love. He says in the picture, part of my wife's excitement. Yeah, but it's pretty awesome wearing a Wonder Woman shirt and. <laughs> Hanging up a pretty, tree. Pretty dang excited about that tree. That's awesome. Oh, Merry I love, Christmas. Love our audience. Love our people. Love it. Leah says this, I have hand-painted wooden sign. I have a hand-painted wooden sign on my door that has a picture of Minnie Mouse on it, and it says Leah's room. A few years ago when it was getting closer to Christmas, I noticed that the plaque had suddenly disappeared from my door. I looked all around the house and couldn't find it. A few days later, it was Christmas morning. Me, mom, dad, and my then six-year-old niece who lives with me were all gathered around the tree to open presents. My niece handed me the present she had for me. I opened it, and there under the wrapping paper was my Minnie Mouse door sign. My niece looked at me with the biggest smile on her face and said, I wanted to give you something I knew you would love. Oh. That is so cute. And that's when Leah looked at her and said, you stole this. <laughs> you ch- you get allowance, Leah. You, you get allowance. You stole this. What is this? Come on. <laughs> that is a sweet story. Nice. Nice. I wanted to give you something that I knew you'd like. The interesting thing was, did Leah ask her, like, did she ask her niece if she knew where the sign was between the time it was stolen well, and the time of Christmas. Think about that niece. Think of all the sins she committed. She stole. <laughs> she lied. No, I don't know. I don't know, Leah. I don't know. I don't know. Think about all the sins that went on today, that Christmas board. <laughs> Seriously, Leah, who took my we... mini mouse sign? <laughs> no, I don't know. I have no idea. If you're listening, we do love your story. Uh, if our mocking of it is because we love it, well, and, and that's the way we're we're just we're, just, we're, just, we're not, not Gen X. I'm a part of the greatest generation. A lot of people don't know that. I just it's dubbed gen, it. No, I, I dubbed our generation the greatest. Who says the other one's greater? Okay. Okay. And by the way, that was just a little joke. So please yeah. don't write and tell me why the greatest generation is the greatest. Because it is. they are. Because they're fantastic. It was. Them. It is. Yeah. yeah. Moving okay. on. Uh, Melissa says, uh, one year, times were hard. Heat was out and had to wait to fix the heat. Oh, man. Mm. So we bought one space heater for the living room so the kids would be warm opening gifts on Christmas morning. It was so cold. How could we keep the heat in there? So we sealed up the room with wrapping paper. So mm-hmm. I guess the door going into the room, they covered up with wrapping paper. And then on Christmas morning, we let the girls run through it. Uh, that started the tradition. Every year we watch as they run through the paper and are so happy. This is what I love. What oh. I love, I love about this is is what comes next. But so just, Pontiac, so you get it. They hung up wrapping paper to keep the heat in one room because the heat was out in their house, and it becomes a tradition. So now every year they hang up wrapping paper in the doorway and they run through it. But it goes on. It says this. We never even explained it. They never asked. Our oldest one is 21, and she still does it. I love that. Uh, Isn't that beautiful? I love that. I I mean, it's the story that you go, it could be... It could ruin Christmas, right? We mm-hmm. don't have any heat. This can ruin Christmas. And it is that reminder that it's always going to be okay. Yep. You're right. Ah. I, you're right. I just love that. I, I love, love, love that. It. I love that story. Oh, thank you so much for sharing that with us, Melissa. Oh, fantastic. Oh, okay. Let's go into some funny ones. Want to? 
Let's do it. All right. Christina says this. One year we celebrated my mother-in-law's house and apparently no one, husband, mom, in-law, sis-in-law, brother-in-law, discussed what to get me. My husband was a long-haul trucker at the time and his side of the family are jokester type people. All of them got me different varieties of body wash, lotion, perfume sets. I was already an emotional wreck that year, but that was the one time I got very upset, cried over my gifts. I thought they were all trying to say something of my hygiene. That one is a silly. That one is silly and a heck of a memory. I can laugh about it now. Could you imagine being the new one in the family and you just get a bunch of hygiene products? You're like, what? Oh my stars! What's going on, guys? Do y'all not talk? Is this how y'all deal with things? Oh God, I stink. Christy, Christina, if you're listening, um, your husband wrote us, and the jig is up. Uh, you did have a hygiene problem. <laughs> So, no. our Christmas gift to you is honesty. <laughs> no, that would be crazy. That would be, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but at least it wasn't deodorant. Did she get deodorant? I no, I don't think so. No, it's body wash. It's but always. Can, but can you imagine filling? You know, you're the new person in the house and new person in the family, and you're just trying to make it all work, and you know, feel like you fit in, and. Everything you, everything you get, you just reading into. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. all it's all sweet smelling stuff. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. You because the first one you open has to be like, oh, thank you. Yeah. You know, and then oh. it's like, this is nice. Oh, Charlie, this is this is good perfume. Thank you. Oh, oh thanks. <laughs> okay, thank you. Did anyone else get hygiene products? <laughs> for wow, this you year? got you got a boom box. Wow, a little. T- I got more soap. <laughs> Just some soap is what they got me. Little Tim, they got an Xbox. What's look going on? This perfume. <laughs> oh, look. A soap bar. Soap oh, on a rope. What's that? Some deodorant. Okay. <laughs> what's oh, going a, on? A toothbrush. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> What what can this be? Uh, maybe some jewelry? No, it's it's dental floss. What's going on? Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Oh, moist towels. Okay. <laughs> moist towels. <laughs> Guys, do you mind if I be excused for a minute? I mean, I'm gonna go weep. <laughs> oh. Uh, Christina, that's a great story. Love it. Fantastic. Okay, let's see. Uh, Janice mm-hmm. writes, uh, she says, uh, one Christmas 20 plus years ago, my husband was outside in our neighborhood visiting with the neighbor lady next door who was a friend of ours. Uh, her little boy piped up with, my dad says you guys are deadbeats because you don't put Christmas lights on your house. Awkward. <laughs> so it's been our running joke every Christmas that we are deadbeats, except for the few years we actually did put up Christmas lights. Oh. <laughs> Out of the mouth of babes. Uh, can I can I make a Christmas confession? Yeah. Uh, my children could say that a long time ago. <laughs> I'm the guy that drives through the neighborhood. Is like, didn't put up lights. <laughs> Scrooge. Oh. My dad's. My dad says you guys are deadbeats. Oh. My dad says you guys are deadbeats. Da 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 boo boo. You didn't put up your Christmas lights. Oh, that's great. 
Well, your dad's a jerk. Why'd you go home and tell him that? A judgmental jerk. That's funny. Oh, oh beautiful. gosh. Out of the mouths of babe comes pearls of wisdom. And and what I love is, again, just, just where to where Christina's family, they laugh about it. You know, they yeah. laugh about the year she got hygiene stuff. Um, yeah. The wrapping paper. Even this, 20 plus years ago, they still, all right, deadbeat, let's go. Let's go, let's go Christmas <laughs> shopping. But I love that there's tradition and... and you know, which we're, which what, which is what we're all about. It's not tradition, but it's the baby Jesus, and why, why we come to this wonderful time of the year to go. We celebrate him, and it's not about tradition, right? But we can make it tradition, you know. But yeah. I love all these traditions that come alongside Christmas. Beautiful. Oh, it's stuff. fantastic. I think what makes it really funny too is she points out that they were friends. Like it's not just <laughs> that neighbor that you say hi to. <laughs> like these are probably folks that have been over for dinner. Maybe they play cards together. You know. Is your last name Deadbeat? <laughs> My dad says you're Deadbeat. <laughs> Sometimes right. he says we're going to have dinner at the Deadbeat. <laughs> All right, Stacy says this. Once upon a time, we went to visit a family down south for Christmas. We stayed at my aunt's home. We were so excited about being with our cousins that we that we see once a year that we forgot to buy groceries. Our family and theirs made for our family and theirs made for eleven people. My aunt worked a double shift on Christmas. All the stores and restaurants were closed, and we scraped by on what we found in the pantry. My sister opened the closet to find my dad munching on the last few of a few saltine crackers that he had found in secret. A memorable Christmas indeed. <laughs> dad. He's, oh. he's hiding. He's hiding saltines. <laughs> he's like, and you, and you know that, that entitlement that comes with that. Well, Dad Gubbett, I drove here. I'm here. We got no food. I'm going to eat these saltines. I'm going to do it. I'm hungry. And there's <laughs> nothing open to, on if you've ever had to go get something on Christmas night or the night before Christmas, nothing is open. Oh, my stars. Angie and I got married around Christmas, uh, just a few days before Christmas, and we were on our honeymoon. And Christmas Eve night, I don't remember what I had to go find, but oh my gosh, I drove and drove and drove. Mm. You know, finally got stopped by a policeman because I was the only car out. And he's like, what do you need? And whatever it was. He finally went to a gas station and got it, but yeah, it's hard to find stuff. So I understand that guy was, they were hungry. Do you, do you remember when we were in high school, a really bad ice storm that happened in Edmond? Do you remember that? Mm, not yet. Um, I, we were both working at the radio station and I, I was the closest one. I think like even nobody could get to the radio station and I had all my family <gasps> Um, on my mom's side of I the remember, house. Yeah, you I remember, yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, yep, yep, yep. And we were stuck in houses like for three or four days. Like nobody could go anywhere. Yeah. And um, I, I remember, I remember that was, I remember all my family members sitting around because it was like day three and nobody could get out. And it was that thing of, okay, food's getting kind of low. Okay, mm. we're all sitting around. We've played games. We've watched, we've watched movies. We've, okay, okay. But that, that oh. desperation of just nowhere to go. But it was one of the greatest memories I have. Yeah. But at the time, it's just exasperated yeah. by the fact that you're just done with everybody too, right? Yeah. And there's nowhere to go. And isn't that funny how <laughs> memories play? Like, I look at that as a great Christmas memory, but probably yeah. for all the adults, it really oh. was, need to get home. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Another day. Uh, another day yeah. here. Okay. Another day. I'm not at work. Yeah. 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 
All right. Uh, Catherine Catherine, uh, says, one year we didn't have enough money for a tree. So instead, my parents decided to hide our presents, sort of like Christmas treasure hunt. That was pretty fun. Now, I love that story. Mm -hmm. Like, And that is, as a parent, if you've ever had difficult times, you figure out how to not make it so difficult for your kids, right? So you're just going, hey, kids, we're not doing a tree this year, you know? So... <laughs> this one, uh, Catherine put this on Facebook. Catherine's mom, Mary Lou, <laughs> came in and made a comment under what she wrote. So Catherine says, We didn't have enough money for a tree. So, you know, blah, blah, blah. So Mary Lou, the mom, comes in and says, We had enough money for a tree, but I just had a baby and wasn't able to decorate. <laughs> <laughs> so mom, mama said it straight. Mom said it straight. <laughs> Catherine doesn't leave it be. Catherine comes back in and says, you didn't tell us that, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Just kill the Christmas memory. <laughs> I remember we didn't have enough money for a tree. We were, we were living like we, you know, paupers, I guess. And my mom, she made us do a treasure hunt. <laughs> That's, no, that's not how it went. That is not how it went. No, we had money. I we tired. had money. <laughs> I just had a baby. I just, you just, I just, baby just popped out of me. I didn't have time to decorate a tree. We were yeah. fine. We were financially, fiscally sound, always. <laughs> can, you, can you imagine what Christmas is going to look like that? Hey, mom, you did not tell me. You did yeah. not tell I, I, I do treasure hunts in my house. You I, put that on Facebook. <laughs> Um, I remember my dad, my dad, it's so funny of all the, you know, you're, you're going to have an anniversary, your birthday's coming up, Christmas is coming up. Um, my, my dad, his, he passed away. Um, his anniversary of his death was yesterday. Um, but when I think about my dad, I remember one Christmas, uh, when I was 11 years old, I may have told this story before. Um, but he, he took the time to write little, it was like, it was a scavenger hunt and our gifts were hidden all over the house. And I remember me and uh, my stepbrother and stepsister, we just, we ran all over the house with our little notes as, as we were in this just, just frenzy of trying to find things. And it was, man, oh man, that was one of the greatest Christmases uh, I can remember. Just that- so, so, so magical. I love that. That's And that's where you'd be like your dad, that just the creativity of how to do something different, you yeah. know, than how it's normally done. My mom, as uh, as, as an adult, uh, we get the same thing every year, and it's some money, which mm-hmm. is great. Um, but she is so creative on how she does it. And, like, there's been years where she went and had the money canned, oh. like put in cans. And so, like, we're opening up stuff. And we had to go in the kitchen and get the can opener and then open the can to get, and and it would be multiple cans, you know, or there's been time that you open up a box and there's some candy in there and some paper and some of the money she'd wad up real small so that it's in the, just in the, in the paper that's Mm. in the box. Sometimes she would open very carefully, open a candy wrapper put a, you know, a dollar bill in there, close it back, use hot glue to make sure it seems like it hasn't been opened. And so you have to open everything to eventually find out what you got. That's beautiful. Fun. Yeah. God, that's so, beautiful. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Very, we're blessed. We're all blessed. But Catherine, Mary Lou, we're praying for you. Don't let this memory that's right. become a Christmas argument. <laughs> uh, Kathy says, our new church start 
our new church start was meeting at a school where we were not allowed to use candles. What's Christmas Eve without candles? So the first year we used artificial tea lights, just not the same. So the next year we had this great idea to go outside for the close of the service that we could light candles there. With something like gale force winds, we couldn't light a candle to save our lives. Two people fell on ice patches. We still laugh about it. It was memorable. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> oh, that is, and that's church, right? Yeah. Hey, because you know there was somebody going, Pastor, we can't go outside. It's icy. There's gale force winds. <laughs> We're celebrating Jesus. We're out. going out there. Take the candles. Go. Get your silent night, holy night on. We're can going. We, can we just? <laughs> no. Oh, Deacon Bob's down. Deacon Bob is down. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Son. <laughs> Come not my mind. Come not my mind. Okay, we didn't let get to light candles, but the ambulance lights are very, very festive. They're red and white. It's like Christmas. It is just like Christmas. God, God bless us, everyone. <laughs> oh, oh, that's funny. Thanks, Kathy. Um, you know what's Debbie. funny too? Oh, yeah. Uh huh. You know what's funny too? It just it just dawned on me. What what a gift. Um, us. Us commentating, us doing yeah. these little things. This is what we we've been doing since high school. Oh <laughs> this gosh, is... yeah. This is our world. Yeah. If you want to get behind, this is our world. I mean, we will tell each other stories and just elaborate on them. <laughs> like you know, I'll hear Eddie tell me a. Uh, it could be a heartfelt story, and I'm going to come back with something. <laughs> oh, I guess it was blah blah blah. Or he'll do the same. Depending on what uh, mood we're in, we'll receive that well, or we'll look at the other one like, oh, mm-hmm, that uh, yeah. inappropriate. Don't do that. Um, I love this next one. Debbie says, uh, when I was seven, I was chosen to be married in the annual Christmas Eve service. I was in heaven that my talent was finally being recognized. Uh, the <laughs> night of the play, the heat malfunctioned. It was literally 85 <laughs> degrees in the church. The boy who played Joseph complained of not feeling good before the play, but was told it was just nerves. Just a few minutes after the angel declared, glory to God in the highest, Joseph <laughs> proceeded to barf all over the baby Jesus. <laughs> I, was, I was horrified. He spoiled my debut, and how on earth were the shepherds and wise men supposed to visit an empty manger? We limped along, <laughs> enduring the stink. Endured the stink. Yes, and became a Christmas memory. We can now laugh at approximately 45 oh. years later. Oh. Oh. That is the best. <laughs> I love that story. Oh I want to see that so bad. Oh, I want to see that in a movie. I want to yes. see that. Oh, oh, we Debbie, to... thank you for sharing that. Forty-five years ago, that is fantastic. I mean, that's that's putting this in the, I guess, nineteen seventy-two, somewhere oh, around there. It's beautiful. Oh, oh, that means the wise men had giant collars and bell bottoms. That is fantastic. <laughs> oh my goodness, can you imagine oh. that moment? That poor, that poor kid playing Joseph, <laughs> just going. Duh. <laughs> and praying to baby Jesus. Oh, oh baby, please help me not throw. <laughs> yeah, and you know, there's people that are out in the congregation going, 
man, little Jerry is really selling it. You know Joseph would be so nervous and just, I mean, he just looks like, oh, gosh, oh, gosh. He, oh, no. <laughs> that smell. You have to put like uh, you oh. have to put like horse shavings all over that stuff to get it to stop stinking. Can you, <laughs> can you imagine the waft in that church room that day? You said horse shavings. Is that what you, well, what, what's the stuff? What's the stuff you put over that? I think it's put, cedar shavings or cedar. something. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, oh. when that's the thing, too. It's like you're going, some adult had to come in. <laughs> okay, we're gonna take the baby Jesus and this barf out of here. We're gonna go and get another... somebody else. That same pastor is going. Keep going, keep going. We're celebrating <laughs> Jesus. We need to shut this down. <laughs> Children are gonna get sick. Keep going, keep going. Oh, oh, that is so great. Just nerves. <sighs> you're, you're fine, Joseph. You're, you're fine. fine. I think I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> ah, we all do that. That's that means you're gonna do great tonight. <laughs> I don't know. I you feel mean, really sick. You go out there and you play Jesus' daddy. Here we go. Let's go. Okay. You know what? His dad's in there going, hey, listen, I'm sure the real Joseph was nervous too. Now get it out there, all right? Honor the Lord. <laughs> okay. Okay. I really think I'm sick. <laughs> get out there. Get out there. I don't want to hear it again. They will relegate you to shepherd and you're not doing that again. <laughs> oh, I heard. Oh, that's so funny. Oh, my goodness. That's so funny. Oh, oh my stomach hurts. Oh, I oh, told oh. him I didn't feel well. <laughs> I thought it was nerves. I thought it was nerves. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the 70s, the dad wouldn't even apologized. Oh, like, gosh, no. No. You, you did well, that to yourself. Yeah, that's exactly. Oh. It, was always, it was always our fault, when, even when it wasn't our fault. You're going to clean oh. You're gonna wash that. You're gonna wash yeah, that baby Jesus right. by hand. I want you to go to every church member and tell them you're sorry for ruining Christmas for everybody. <laughs> okay. okay. Oh, Can shame. I do it when I'm better? No, you go now. <laughs> to this day, every Christmas, I apologize to everybody. <laughs> that poor guy. Oh, that poor guy. Don't you know? I mean. That was 40, 45 years later. He still walks by every time he sees a manger. He's like, This is not going to be good. This is not going to be good. Oh, I love and it. It's, and it's, it's, it's really, it is just exasperated because it's a kid, right? Because if you're an adult and you're playing Joseph, at one point you're going to be like, Okay, Joseph just has to leave. You know, <laughs> Joseph has to leave. The kid's like, I can't leave. Dad said to stay here. I'm a main part of the story. I can't leave. What's that feeling in my tummy? And Mary's looking so mad at me because this is her debut. I don't want to ruin it for her. Oh, man. Love it. Beautiful. I love it. All right. Let's move on to some serious ones. Let's change gears. Changing gears. Like they do in the news. Switching gears. Hey, that's great. <laughs> Look at that cat. <laughs> that's funny. Switching gears. <laughs> In Costco today. <laughs> All right. Heather says this. My favorite Christmas memory was the year uh, 2008. My Mima went to be with the Lord. She was a very important part of my childhood and taught me many important life lessons. It was a hard Christmas that year. She loved Christmas so much and loved spending it with her family. And she was very missed that day. When going through and cleaning my Mima's house, my aunt had found some items scattered throughout different rooms that she suspected were intended as Christmas gifts. Mm. So she wrapped them and signed each of the gift tags from Meemaw with love. It was with smiles, feelings of awe, and many tears falling from everyone's eyes. 
that we opened up our gifts. It was a bittersweet time since we missed her so much, but for a few minutes, we felt like she was back with us. That is a Christmas memory I will never forget and will always treasure. Oh, oh, oh Heather, that is beautiful. Mm. That is so awesome. Gosh. I love that. Mm. And and don't you wish, especially on Christmas, like, oh, my both my my grandparents, both sets of my grandparents are, are, are gone, passed away, and, oh, and... If I oh, if you could just sit with them, if you could just sit with them and just be in their presence and, and oh oh, yeah, those these are the times that you remember just how precious people are. Yeah, you know, just how precious uh, because because you just think of them, you know, and you want to be with them because they're they're in your memories and oh, what a gift! Ah, oh, what a gift! Yeah. My grandma James, part of her part of her tradition when she was on this earth up until. 2009, she would sit and write Christmas cards. And it wasn't just a, you know, uh, you know, uh, Merry Christmas with her name on it. It was, well, the, well, uh, you know, it's, it's been the wet, the weather has been doing this and been doing this and I've been, I've been doing this and do it, but it was just, you know, it was about just a page and a half of this oh. is what's going on and how are you? It was like an old fashioned letter, you know? And, yeah. Uh, oh, I miss those. I miss getting those. Oh, oh man. So awesome. Um, Ronald, Ronald wrote in and said, uh, <laughs> I said Ronald wrote in <laughs> like, welcome to the 1950 show. We have this letter that just came in via mail. Uh, Ronald said, uh, we had moved into a new house and placed the Christmas tree in the sunroom. We thought it would look better in the living room and decided that we would put it there next year. Our neighbor, Joan, told us that they didn't put up a tree anymore, but they loved that they could enjoy ours from our family room and that her husband, Al, who was on hospice care, would watch it all day from his chair. As long as we lived in that house, we placed our Christmas tree in the sunroom and Joan purchased it. Uh, oh. purchased it for us. Uh, uh, in, oh, what did Joan... in memory of Al. Like, so uh, Joan started buying their Christmas tree. Oh, Ooh. God. Oh, my goodness gracious. <sighs> oh, Ronald, thank you. What a, oh, what a beautiful memory it is. What I love about that story is, you know, we do have what I, Christmas is so wonderful and it is about family and friends and all of that. But, that is that Christmas, that reminder that Christmas is about everyone, mm-hmm. you know? Um, it is uh, my favorite My favorite Christmas story, movie, book is A Christmas Carol. And and I love it because towards the very beginning of it, Jacob Marley says that, you know, my, my job was, was basically, he says, my job was people, was mankind, mm-hmm. and I didn't do my job while I was here. But it is this is that great reminder that, you know, our Christmas is not just about us and family, but it's an opportunity to bless those around us, whether we know them, don't know them. Ah, that is gorgeous. It's beautiful. Yeah, what a story. Ah. Thank you, Ronald. Kirk says this, Back when my dad owned a car towing service, a family broke down east of Tulsa on the afternoon of Christmas Eve. Dad took them to a nearby hotel and towed their car to a mechanic. Their car couldn't be fixed until the day after Christmas. Plans were made for Dad to pick them up before checkout on the 26th and take them to their car. When he got home, he told us about the family and having to stay in a hotel on Christmas Eve. During our Christmas Eve meal, none of us could stop thinking of that family being cooped Mm. up in a hotel. We gathered up all the leftovers and took them to the hotel so they would have a good meal. While we we were there, the kids told us they were upset that Santa would not know where they were and they would miss Christmas. 
This mother, this bothered us all day on Christmas, and we started making plans to make sure that the family had a Christmas, even if it was a day late. The day after Christmas, Dad went to get the family. Mom and several of his kids went to Kmart and bought all kinds of presents, rushed home and frantically wrapped them and placed them under the tree. Dad showed up with the family, something about the car not being ready yet, and told them they could stay at our house until the car was repaired. When the kids walked into the house and saw the presents under the tree, they asked why we hadn't opened our presents, and we told them that they might need to look at the name tags a little closer. I will never forget the look on those kids' faces as they realized that Santa hadn't forgot about them and all that and that everything under the tree was for them. Best Christmas ever. Gosh. Oh, oh my goodness. Man. Mm. This is the podcast where everyone learns that Tommy and Eddie are criers. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we went to beaches and cried like babies <laughs> in high school. Oh, Kirk. Oh. What a memory. So so Kirk was a kid, Tommy, and like yeah. best Christmas ever. Like I want that for my kids. I want I want I want memories of just servanthood for them to where they go beyond themselves and they have what Kirk had. I just I love that. Yeah. It, it's that reminder that, you know, none of the none of these best Christmas ever uh, stories are about I got what I wanted. You're exactly you know? right. Like they really are about either someone gave uh, far above and beyond, or we had the opportunity to give and we gave, you mm. know, or, you know, the story of the Christmas tree in the sunroom, God took, you know, what we did and did something great with it. Isn't you know, beautiful? <clears throat> oh, oh, it's gorgeous. I am just, my goodness. I should have brought tissues. <laughs> Okay, let's move on to the next one. Uh, great stories. Thank you, everybody, for sharing. Uh, Aaron, last year was the last Christmas with both both of my grandparents. Papa was dying of cancer. He was on hospice. Uh, we had a huge family Christmas for him. He usually at Christmas would carefully open his gifts so he could reuse the paper. <laughs> his last Christmas, he tore every package open like an excited kid. He lost his battle with cancer on January 21st of this year, and six weeks later, Nana died of congestive heart failure. I actually think she died of a broken heart because she missed him so much. Oh, Ugh. man. Aaron, if you're listening, this will be a, a tough Christmas, uh, but what a blessing. I just, man, I can just see your papa just ripping those presents open like a like a little boy. What a blessing mm, that is. What a blessing. Oh my stars. And to see the dichotomy of probably that World War World War II mentality of you save everything, you keep everything. Yeah. We can reuse that again. We don't need to go yeah. buy more stuff. And then the beauty of just a uh just this childlike faith of just opening things up and just being so excited and to leave that memory. Woo. Yeah. It's good. Oh, that is gorgeous. Rebecca says this, the year my husband was deployed, I spent a lot of time at my parents' house. Naturally, I started leaving things there so I wouldn't have to keep going to my house a whole, a whole two blocks away. That year for Christmas, my dad wrapped up everything I had left there during the past year, and I got the privilege of opening my own stuff under the Christmas tree. Ah, mm. That's beautiful. Wow. That is really great. And, and that's a great reminder. Mm. Hey, everyone... Um, if you have loved ones that are serving or if you are serving, thank you so much. I know the holidays are a difficult time when 
when you're either out away from family because you're protecting us or your loved ones mm-hmm. are gone protecting us. But thank you mm-hmm. for the sacrifice that you make. Amen. That's huge. Um, Sandy says, uh, one Christmas, several years after mom had gone to be with the Lord, my sister really surprised me. Mom was a crocheter and had been working on a granny square Afghan before she died. Eddie, did you have any crocheters in your family? I did not. Oh, uh, my, yeah, my, my Mimi and my mom, uh, both did crochet in mm. Afghans. I still have one. My grandma made me. It's so precious. Okay. So, uh, so anyway, uh, mom was a crocheter and had been working on a granny square Afghan before she died. My sister took it home. So many years later, uh, the finished project was my gift. Mm. My sweet sister tried to match the original yarn and made many purchases of yarn on eBay <gasps> to match the three different blues. <laughs> what a treasure. And the card simply said, from mom and me. Sweet tears flowed down uh, for both of us for a while. Oh, oh gosh. Uh, my tears are joining Sandy and her sisters. Oh, thank you for sharing, Sandy. That is precious. Oh, the legacy of the legacy. I think that's what's so beautiful. You know, when she puts um, sweet tears from, yeah. mo- you know, when you see something that says from mom and me. Yeah. God, just the legacy. It's just the, the length and shadow of a person. And oh, how beautiful at Christmas time. How beautiful all the time. Think, but anyway, I think I'm going to start writing that on the gifts I give you. <laughs> from mom and me? Yeah, just from mom and me. <laughs> Even though your mom's still alive. Oh, golly. <laughs> and so is mine. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah. See, folks, that's how we get through the tears. Uh, we throw a joke in there. <laughs> we, we polarize it with comedy. We polarize it. <laughs> Don't think about it. Yeah. Okay. I thought of the other one where uh, the, the, the lady was talking about um, her dad wrapping all those gifts up. My, cyn- oh, yeah. my cynical mind went, yeah, because the dad was ready for you to get out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go, sweetheart. Here's all your gifts. Wrap them up. Take them to your house. All right. Adios. <laughs> Don't <laughs> let the door hit you in the hidey. <laughs> Oh, okay. That's good, okay. Oh, that was beautiful. Okay, Tammy says this. I hope, hey, audience, I hope this is good for you. I hope this is refreshing. I hope this just uh, reminds you of what it's all about. Oh, yeah. Tammy said this. My mom always made Christmas special for us. My mom, Pauline, would shop year-round for everyone she knew, and then we would have Christmas dinner on Christmas Eve, and she would have leftovers Christmas Day because she didn't want to work because she said that was the day for Jesus. My mom would make sure that everyone had something under the tree. My mom got cancer in 2009 in her brain, mm. and she died on Christmas Eve, her favorite day of the year. And she died at home. She waited until our, all our traditions were done and all the presents were wrapped. And then she passed to silent night and said it when sleep and said it when sleep and heavenly peace. She passed away, and everyone was there. And it was truly a blessing. My mom lived for that day. My mom loved that day, and my mom died on that day. And it's still truly a special day for us. Oh, wow. Oh. Sleep in heavenly peace. That takes on oh. a whole new meaning, doesn't it? I'm going to think of that now when I sing that song. Wow. Like, that's beautiful. Mm. That is beautiful. What a, what a gift. What a, what a blessing. And it's tough, but I mean, the whole message of Christmas is that God's with us, that there's mm. hope, you know? And, oh, Wow. Tammy, mm. God bless you. Thank you for sharing that with it's us. It's beautiful. Oh, oh, 
All right, moving on. A couple more. A um, couple more as yeah, we Yeah, just a couple more. In our podcast, we sure, audience, that we sure hope that this has been good for you. We hope it's brought laughter, it's brought some tears, but most of all, it's just, it just gets you excited yeah. about Christmas yeah. and about this time of year and what we can Definitely. do come 2018, how we can live this out. Yeah. And we even, we before we started the podcast, said, hey, this is probably going to go a little longer, but mm-hmm. it's so worth it. Yep. So we love it. Okay. We have. Uh, Sunset, I guess is the name. It says, um, my mom is the type of woman where priorities are church, school, and then anything we could afford for fun, which was mainly the park. Uh, There were plenty in our neighborhood and local festivals. When I was seven, I handed my mom a flyer for a community Christmas thing where there would be a puppet version of the Lion King, gifts and food. I, I took my chance, but really expected her to throw it out because it took place on a Sunday morning, and she did not negotiate <laughs> Sunday mornings for anything. I love that. <laughs> I know. It's so great. Oh. Uh, long story short, she questioned me about it, talked to my aunt, and then paid for the tickets. The money was convincing because we didn't have much, but it was still. Uh, but I still doubted. I spent that Christmas just amazed, not at the show and the gifts and the time with siblings and family, but because I knew that only Jesus could have convinced my mom to let us skip church on a Sunday morning for something else. P.S. No, it never happened again. (laughs) I love it. That's beautiful. I love it. I love it. I love, I love Sunset that you have a mom that. Sundays were non-negotiable. Mm. Like that's that's just beautiful. That's 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 great. It's a lost art. Uh, it is uh, more yeah. than an art. It's a lost conviction. Um, yes. You know. It, you know. Yeah. That's a whole other podcast in itself, I guess, huh? <sighs> yeah. It's the it's the whole point that we used to go to church because it was the right thing to do, and yeah. now we seem to go to church if we get something out of it. Yeah. And and I love too. Like even for sunset, I was convinced because we just didn't have much. Like you go, I love the fact that when you don't have much, it just makes you realize what you do have. And and Mm -hmm. that's a beautiful thing. I I, I really love that. I love that. And I'm reminded that I don't know much, (sighs) but I know I love you. That may be all I need need to know. know. Don't look the feel of cotton. (laughs) Sorry. All right. Here we go. Last one. Carrie says this, we grandkids always place bets on how far grandma can get reading the Bible story from Luke 2 every year. <laughs> That's just... She sad. chokes up. She's a choker-upper. You are horrible grandkids. <laughs> She's a choker-upper. All right, it's time to read Luke 2. Oh, God, here it comes. I, I promised myself I wouldn't cry. Woo-hoo. All right, let me, let's sit, kids, sit down. I'm going to read it. <laughs> Woo, here we go. Oh, boy. Okay, kids. Ha! Luke chapter two. Oh, here it comes. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Horrible grandkids, Carrie. <sighs> okay. What Pacing year? Bets. In my mind, I saw one of the grandkids. <laughs> he looks like a loan shark. All right. What are we going to do? How far is grandma going to get this time? <laughs> lay your bets here. Lay your bets here. 10, 20, 30. Here we go. Here we go. Odds are four to one. She's going to make it verse 13. <laughs> we got eggnog. We got some We got some fudge. We got some fudge going up about her. Who, who's up? Who's up? Horrible grandkids. Okay, go again. Sorry. Then Carrie says this. One year, the TV got muted but not turned off during a football game. 
Grandma read to the room packed full of people, and just as her voice started to crack a little, my dad throws his arm straight up in the air and yelled, He scored! We all <laughs> fell apart. Mom punched Dad in the arm. The aunts and uncles were trying so hard not to laugh, and the grandkids, all teens and young adults, lost it. Grandma didn't break stride, reading and weeping while Granddad, while Granddad whole body shook, and they called his name Jesus, and it is good. Ah! Oh. Uh. <laughs> That has everything. What an awesome, what an awesome grandma. She's just plowing through. (laughs) There's just doesn't care. Oh, what a memory, Tommy. Can you imagine that living room with everybody's waiting for grandma to choke up? Oh, it's fantastic. She's right on the verge of breaking (laughs) and helping the distance. He scored. And and you know what? That's what Uh Jesus did. He scored. Oh, he scored. That is it. Paid for our oh. sins. Hit the bullseye. That's exactly right. Oh. Mm. Drop kick me Jesus through the gold post of life. Amen. And they called his name Jesus. Luke two. Yeah. Mm. Oh. That is the that's the Christmas story. Yep. Like that was in my life, I still have it, a little brown King James version of the Bible that I had when I was a kid. Mm. And for some reason, I really don't know why, like the first passage that I memorized was out of Luke 2 uh, as a little kid and would just, and there was nowhere to recite it. It's not like I did it for a program or Sunday school. It was just what stuck with me, you know? And I think if I, I'll try it, remember it was... Go, Go for it, yeah. And it came to pass in those days... Uh, a decree was sent out by Caesar Augustus that the whole world should be taxed. And yeah, the whole world should be taxed. And so Joseph went up from Galilee with his wife, Mary, who was great with child, into the city of David. And while the days, when the days were accomplished, she gave birth to her firstborn a son. She wrapped him in swaddling clothes and placed him in a manger because there was no room for them in the end. In the end. And there were in the same area shepherds keeping watch over their flock by night. And the angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were terrified. They were sore afraid, the King James says. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of a great joy, which shall be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign to you. You will find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God, saying, Glory to God in the highest, on earth peace, goodwill to men. And as soon as the angels left, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go and see this thing which the angel has told us about. And they went and they found Mary and Joseph and the baby, just as the angel had said. Mm, beautiful. Thank you, T. Thank you, thank oh, you. I love that passage. <sighs> Well, Merry Christmas, Podience. Thank you for being with us. Thanks for going on this little journey with us as we heard from Podience members, we heard from Facebookers, and uh, we got to just relive some of their legacy from the, some of their traditions. And we it points us right back to the real reason for this season. It's Jesus Christ. Mm. They call him Jesus. Yeah. <sighs> we hope your Christmas is wonderful. We hope that uh, loneliness does not fill the room for you. We hope that there's laughter. We hope that there's goodness. And we hope that you figure out ways to serve and be Christ-like to somebody. Yeah. Mm. Well, Tommy, I love you. Love our friendship. Love what we get to do. Merry Christmas. 
Merry Christmas, buddy. Love you too. All right. Bye. Bye. The Skit Guys Podcast is brought to you by SkitGuys.com, where you can always watch their videos for free and peruse all things Skit Guys. Tune in next week for another thrilling episode of The Skit Guys Podcast. Until then, live long and lie prostrate. 